0: You if I was a smart person, I would have made up more of an introduction for this session, but that's fine.
1: Uh, oh wait, I actually did!
0: Ha! Good job, past me! You sleep the deprived.
1: Really? Bad
0: introduction. While Florence, Colton, and Tammy are talking to the grift, let's turn the clock back a few days. It's nearly noon on uh, June 16th, and the Lobster Festival is full swing. Main Street is closed for the festivities, There's a stage that takes up most of the, of the wit of the road, and is currently occupied by a local pop band. Up and down the street, there's dozens of activities, everything from carnival games to street artists and fortune tellers. Everyone in attendance is having a great time, buying overpriced food, playing games, and just generally hanging out with friends. And then we have Monstrance Hughes, local gravedigger at uh Lavania Memorial Cemetery, so we will go ahead and have you introduce yourself and money
2: okay, um,
3: introduce myself as in like yeah, just like,
0: yeah, just you know like who you are and pronouns and
2: okay, cool, cool.
0: Uh, whatever else you feel would would be important for the audience to know about you.
2: Okay,
3: awesome. Um, hi, I'm Matt or Maddie. Whatever is easier for you. I go by they, them. And I am an illustrator and graphic designer. And I also love to write stories and play strange characters online with my friends. And yeah. Oh, I have a, I love cats. I have a kitten named Cobweb. And this is my first session playing with Bacon as my DM. So very exciting. Yeah. Yeah. And
2: yeah. Uh, You can find my work at Sequel and Croissant. And there we go. Yeah, that's me. And I guess
3: for a monstrous few, um, they are a bit of a strange character, to say the least. Long white hair, pale complexion, uh, the typical early uh, like twenty tens looking vampire. Except none of the cool skills. Uh,
0: they do kind of have, uh, or at least the way I drew them, they kind of have this interview with a vampire look going on.
3: Yeah, exactly. Uh, they like kind of Victorian aesthetics, and obviously when you look at them, they kind of stare. Have a habit of staring too long, and. Being a bit too stiff for someone who is supposed to be amongst the living and amongst regular society. Um, their favorite habits are anything, everything, to do with the dead.
0: Awesome. So, what is Monstrance doing at this uh, lively, people-filled lobster festival this year?
2: Um,
3: so, Monstrance, with the direction of their therapist was deciding to come out and about into the town instead of their small economy, uh, one-bedroom flat, and dressed in their usual best, Um, they decide to take a walk into this festival to, as their therapist put it, try to make some friends. Although they're not quite sure how to do that, since everyone they stare at seems to walk away pretty quickly. Yeah. When they stand a little too close and a little too long.
0: Yeah, there, there are there are definitely uh, people that get weirded out by you. Um on occasion someone thinks that like you're uh, you're advertising something or that uh you're here in costume. So you do get a couple people asking to uh take pictures with you.
3: They uh they would definitely wouldn't mind taking a photo, um, they would probably pose pretty stiffly and just kind of stare straight down at the camera. No smile, no nothing, just a
2: long stare.
0: Yeah, there are definitely uh, more than a few people that think uh, like you're you're like playing the long con for advertising like a uh like a halloween uh, event or a new uh spooky uh tourist attraction that's going to be popping up
2: <laughs> i love it it's great
0: uh let's see yeah as you're going about the uh festival um uh, you hear a uh, familiar voice uh, call to you um oh monstrance, i did not expect to see you here as you turn to look you see your boss mortimer otis He's a tall man who walks with a cane, and he is currently wearing his uh, trademark uh, obnoxious tangerine suit.
2: Oh, uh, hello, boss.
1: Yeah, he gives you a nod. he's like, hmm. So, decided to
0: hang out with the living more than uh, the dead this day?
2: My therapist said it'd be good for me, so, and I trust her. So I, yeah, I guess so.
0: Yeah, yeah. He gives you a approving nod. Um, yes, it's it's always good to trust one's doctors. In yes. fact, I had a doctor this year who told me that I needed to, and uh, he he kind of makes a, a a little like stomping uh, motion. He's like, you know, to get out and walk more. So that's what I've been doing.
2: Walking is good for your circulatory system, sir.
1: So I've heard. They've also told me to stop eating barbecue. Uh, but you know, baby steps, baby steps.
2: Hmm. Tenderized flesh, delicious.
1: Exactly. Uh So yeah, you you and him kind of walk
0: around the uh place, and uh, he says uh is. Are there any games in particular that you have an interest in this day, uh, monstrance?
2: I don't know. I've never thought about playing, uh, games. What? Hmm.
0: They're rather fun. Uh, oh.
2: uh,
0: he, uh, he drags you over to a, uh, to one of those, uh, you know, um, you know those carnival games where it's like somebody sitting in a tank and you got to hit a uh, bullseye to dunk them in. Yes. Yeah, there's a uh, there's one of those at the uh, peace station has a uh, set up, and uh, uh goes up to uh, the little thing and uh, looks at you and says, uh, would you like to give this a try?" I find it. I find this one in particular rather therapeutic.
3: Monstrous is kind of there at the whoever is sitting on the platform. Then at the bit of water sitting underneath them and says, uh,
2: Drowning people? Is this what this game is?
0: Well, it kind of simulates that, I suppose. Where it could, in fact, be a reference to the old-timey days where one would test to see if a person was a witch or not by dunking them under the water. And, uh, the guy at the, uh, who's working the boots just kind of looks between you guys and is like, It's just funny to take the seat out from under
1: people, I guess.
2: The monster is just going to
3: stare at this guy. A bit, there's a bit of a shift on their face. as A bit of this frown that kind of goes over their mouth and eyebrows, thin little eyebrows that kind of narrow
2: a bit. They say, nothing's funny about water, sir. They shake their head, and they said, I'll, uh, I'll watch you this time. I'll watch you play.
0: Uh, Mortimer nods, and he's like, uh, oh, yes, for, forgive me, I had a bit of slip of the memory there for a moment. He, uh, gets a, uh, you know, he passes the guy, like, a a dollar and gets a ball, and... Okay, let's see, I'm going to just assign him a a d6 for this throw. If he hits four or higher, he will,
1: uh, dunk the dude. Ah. So,
0: yeah, you see him, uh, wind up, uh, and, uh, throw the, uh, the ball. Um, it hits the, uh, target with a pretty good impact, but the target doesn't, uh, go back far enough to, uh, to, uh, dunk the individual in the tank. And, uh, the guy, the the guy uh like takes in a breath and uh looks like he's about to say something to Mortimer and then like you see his eyes flip down to Mortimer's cane and then he looks at the uh at the guy running the thing and is like uh, Okay. Okay, I know you guys like got me in here to insult the people that missed, but I, I kinda feel bad about it. Mortimer's are like, No, no, it's fine, give it your best shot. Uh trust me, I've probably heard way worse. Yeah, but like Dude, I feel bad about it and,
1: Okay Very well then Yeah.
0: He, uh, he turns back to a monstrance And uh, says uh mm, sorry about that I uh, I was not thinking When I suggested the uh Simulated drowning Uh, festival game
2: Uh It's alright, sir What about hitting
1: a bell with a hammer? Does that sound fun
2: cathartic sounds very fun right.
1: then
3: they look a little bit more excited to play that game <laughs>
0: <laughs> so yeah he uh he uh takes you around uh the festival a bit more there's uh you know like there there's big there's people in big cartoonish uh, lobster mascot outfits with little little tuxedos and top hats on the uh, lobsters there's uh You know, some people going around hawking, uh, uh, like, coupons for various businesses through town, uh, there's, uh, yeah, there's just all the, uh, the trimmings of a, uh, local, uh, county fair going on along with, uh, like, a more structured, uh, like,
1: city event, and, uh, yeah, he, uh.
3: I'm sorry, what's my boss's name again? Uh, Mortimer. <laughs> Mortimer. Um, I guess looking at the lobster costume as
2: they kind of, la make their way down the street, uh, they would look up at, uh, at Mortimer and just kind of tug uh, briefly on their sleeve
3: and be like, you know, I read somewhere that lobsters can possibly maybe live forever
1: oh yes i've read about that too
0: apparently there's a cult somewhere i've read that uh they seem to want to create some manner of crustacean deity throughout the generations by manually shedding the lobster once it gets too big
2: hmm. maybe god's true form is a lobster
0: well evolution does say that all things become crab eventually so who's to say Gods doesn't become a lobster.
2: Maybe I'll be a lobster one day.
0: Uh, he uh taps on uh his leg with uh his cane on one of his steps, and he says, "Uh, you know what? Being able to regrow limbs does sound like it. It would be a very uh beneficial ability. Though so I would not mind becoming a lobster, actually. Yeah, as a." Uh, as you guys pontificate on uh uh lobster based religions, uh you eventually come up to the uh the test of strength. Uh
1: and uh yeah, he uh looks at you and says, uh Um Th- this one will be on me. Just go ahead and uh
0: take the hammer. And uh yeah, if Monty wants to Monty if Monty wants to give this a try they can uh, give me a strength roll. Okay.
2: Let's do it. Yeah. What do I need to... What dice do I need to
0: Um, On your character sheet, you should have a uh, strength stat, and I believe clicking that will roll it immediately.
3: Hmm, Where would, where would I find my
2: character sheet?
0: Oh, it's in the uh, third tab. Um, the one that looks like a little newspaper. And under the character, uh, file, you should be able to see, uh, monstrance and carry-on.
2: Oh, okay, I see, I see. Okay. Here, sheet. got it. Thank you.
1: Yeah, no problem.
2: And then, so I just press the, oh, okay, press the strength.
0: Six. Okay. okay. Yeah, so you hit, uh, yeah, you, you hit the, the bell. Um, the hammer was a bit heavier than you expected. Um, and the, uh, or you didn't hit the bell, you hit the little pressure plate thing. And, uh, yeah, the, uh, the weight doesn't quite hit the bell, but it does, uh, you know, it goes up to, uh, to the little sixth, uh, uh, notch. So if we're saying that there were, I don't know, 10 notches on this, uh, so yeah, the guy uh, uh, running the uh, stand looks at that and uh, claps and says, uh, "Well, you are pretty strong for a twiggy little guy, ain't you?" Let's see, six. That will get you. And uh, he points at uh, like a pegboard that's set up uh, behind the uh, the test of strength, and he says, uh, "That'll get you any of those little stuffed animals under the um, under the little uh, letter B there." And I will go ahead and let you decide what kind of a stuffed animal Monstrance won.
2: Oh, how fun. Okay. Um...
0: And remember, like, these are like the size of a teddy bear, so they're not like, you're not going to be able to get like the giant, like, person-sized unicorn.
2: Oh yeah, no. Um,
3: (laughs) Is there a horseshoe crab? Yeah. Okay, Monstrance picks up the horseshoe crab stuffed animal. (laughs)
0: Okay, so yeah, like, like, monst- yeah, they, they go to pick that up and they, they see that there are just a ton of them. And the guy's like, yeah, not our most popular crustacean this year.
1: Uh, but glad you like it, kiddo.
2: Thank you. I do like uh, living fossils. And they're going to really admire this horseshoe crab.
3: And kind of like gently pet it on top of its head. Yeah, <laughs> they they really do like their prize. Turns to their boss and says, "Have you ever
2: seen a more beautiful thing?" And just present and presents the the stuffed animal.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, Mortimer uh, looks down and uh, squints at it and says, uh, "Hmm, it does remind me of my pet horseshoe crab."
1: Oh, that was some 40 years ago now.
2: You had a pet from Shikrab?
1: Yes, I believe his name was Bartholomew.
2: Bartholomew. What, uh, what came of him?
1: Uh, you see that he takes a moment to think, and he's like, hmm. You know, I don't rightly remember.
2: Maybe he found his way back into the wild.
0: Yeah, he gives a little, uh, like, acceptable, you know, like, yeah, that's probably legit kind of nod. He's like, hmm. (laughs) Yes, that probably would be for the best. I I wasn't very good with pets as a child. I had very many turtles. And he does a big old finger quotes.
1: Run away while I was at school.
2: Oh. Um, I
1: don't. Oh, go ahead.
2: Monstrous is just going to be like, I've never had a pet. Are they, let people say, uh, fun or something? Oh,
0: yes. They are fantastic companions. A step above plants and uh, he stops to think again and he says uh, a step above children too. Yes. You don't, you don't have to worry about clothing them. So
1: that's a point in their favor. Clothing's totally optional for many pets.
2: Oh. Would a, would a pet count as a friend?
1: Uh, he nods and says, uh, I believe they do, yes.
2: Mantras kind of like stands up a little bit taller. Huh? And <laughs> they're like, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe instead of human people, I can,
3: as friends, maybe, maybe I can find a pet here today
2: and I won't lie to my therapist when I say that I found a friend. Yes, and they look very, like, their eyes
3: are big now. I don't think, I don't think uh, he has ever seen eyes this big and sparkling yeah. before for monsters. Yep.
0: Mortimer is definitely of the... Like, if Monstrance could register his face, uh, Mortimer has an expression of, like, oh, no, I feel like I've undone something here. (laughs) But, uh, before, uh, he can mount any objections to, uh, Monstrance's brilliant plan of subterfuge and lying, uh, the, uh, yeah, the local band that's been playing, uh, up on the, uh, stage, that's kind of, uh, in the central area of, uh, the festival, uh, stops playing, and, uh, you see the, uh, mayor walks up to, uh, take the stage, and he starts giving, uh, you know, some kind of overly practiced public speech, and, uh, yeah, Mortimer, uh, looks over at, at the, uh, mayor and says, uh, Oh, huh. I hear there's actually going to be a point to his speech this year. Some kind of
1: announcement. And uh, he kind of nods and it's like, Would you like to get closer and see what, what all the hubbub's going to be about?
2: Monstrance kind of uh, looks over
3: at the stage and the crowd kind of around this. I assume a crowd is gathering around this mayor figure. Yeah. Correct.
0: Uh, Yeah, like, you know the guy. He's, uh, he's Mayor uh, Hathorne. He, uh, he's been the mayor for the better part of a decade. And, uh, as far as mayors go, he's been doing a pretty good job. He's, uh, he's reworked the, uh, public transit, uh, situation of this town. He's,
3: uh... You're a single part of that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He's been working on, uh, police reform. He, uh, He's been using town taxes to cover, uh, you know, like some of the more extraneous, uh, healthcare, uh, costs. So, yeah, he, he's been doing a good job.
2: Mm.
0: As you guys, uh, begin walking up to the stage, uh, a sudden boom drowns him out and a violent shockwave knocks the two of you to the ground.
2: Oh, shit.
0: Yeah, uh, you wake up, uh, ears ringing and, uh, notice that you're being jostled. And as you, uh, look up, you're in the arms of a large blonde fellow who quickly drops you off at a makeshift medical tent and, uh, just heads right back into the crowd to, uh, pick people out of debris with a few other, uh, uh, good Samaritans. Yeah. After a quick, uh, examination, the, uh, on-site EMTs can't find any obvious signs of uh, serious injury to you, but they do suggest that you get checked out at the hospital as soon as possible and uh, kind of, uh, you know, like, shoo you off so they can check on the uh, next person as uh, they're still waiting on, like, assistance from the hospital to show up. Because, like, these are the guys that were just here, you know, in case, oh, someone got cut on some glass. so yeah, you know, there's not too many people or actual, like, medical professionals here uh let's see and uh after uh, a quick round of questioning by uh the handful of peace officers that are on the scene uh they take down your combat uh, combat contact information and you're finally allowed to go home after like an hour or two of uh just kind of having to wait um as they uh, clear people and get names and numbers and what stuff so yeah, we are going to skip ahead about 3 days of the week. So, what what does uh, Monty uh, do for those 3 days and what kind of place does he live?
3: So, Monty would live in basically a like an economy apartment. So, it'd be like
2: a one bedroom type of place. No like no like actual uh separate uh, bedroom.
3: Just the only close-off space, of course, is the bathroom. Uh, their space is
2: old twentieth century. A bit of a uh, a bit, not quite a fixer-upper,
3: but definitely like twentieth century to mid-century brick wall kind of place with the original hardwood floors, uh, and around them are bookshelves and old Victorian vintage furniture as well as a small desk and a you know twin bed with a metal bed frame and plenty of collected trinkets on the shelf as well as a couple of picture books children's picture books and a couple of bit of bigger books encyclopedias and different vintage uh, kind of secondhand uh, things. The um, place they live in has tall ceilings, but just a small kind of cozy space. And throughout the three days, to be quite honest, after that sort of experience where they're knocked on their ass uh, by a huge explosion, they probably wouldn't leave their apartment very much. Uh,
0: so speaking of that huge explosion, um... You know what, go ahead and give me a D100 roll. We're going to say that this is going to be a luck roll for your Horseshoe Crab.
2: Oh no. Not the Horseshoe Crab.
1: Okay. 54.
0: So you do have the Horseshoe Crab. Um, It does not have its tail anymore.
3: Montchrants would probably be fiddling with the tail to find a replacement amongst their, uh, their possessions.
0: Okay. <clears throat> okay, so, uh, you know what? Give me an int roll to see uh, if you can find anything that in a pinch would, uh, would work for uh, a plushie's uh, crab's tail.
2: What? What is that? Uh, int.
1: An int? I yes. Quite... Uh,
3: oh. intelligence.
2: intelligence. Yeah, sorry.
3: I was like, what... What type of dice is that? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sorry, yeah, I did kind of go from a type of dice to a stat. It's okay, it's okay.
3: Hmm, I'm not quite sure. <laughs> Let's see.
0: Hmm, I forgot Monstrance was dumb as heck.
3: Yeah, Monstrance.
0: Oh. Monstrance
3: boy. is traumatized.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're um... kind of stunted. <laughs> yeah. A- as it turns out, not only do you not have anything on hand that can, uh, replace the tail, you have misplaced your sewing kit. Oh, no. Um, but yeah, like while, uh, while you're spending these, uh, uh, these past few days in, uh, isolation, uh, you do get a, uh, a notification on your phone. It is, uh, from, uh, Mark Granger. Uh, he is, a uh, local handyman that you have occasionally called on to uh, help you with uh, some things Monstrance just isn't uh, equipped enough to deal with, you know, like pest control or some miscellaneous uh, uh, you know, house repair, because old Victorian house is going to have some problems. Or well, yeah, if this is classic Victorian, it might be a converted house, but yeah. (laughs) Yeah, like he... He he has at least been in the uh the uh complex uh before. And uh he's a friendly enough guy. Like you know, like mm-hmm. monstrance does not seem to bother him with uh with their uh uh constant staring and corpse like demeanor. Uh he yeah, he, he's just he just kinda seems to have a you do you uh mentality and uh mm-hmm. and rolls with it.
2: Okay cool. uh,
0: but yeah, you get a text from him, and it seems like he has added you and uh a ton of other people to this uh like uh uh text chain or a text group, and he's letting people know like hey, uh I'm looking for my cousin uh obi Olson uh he went missing after uh, the uh, festival um the cops seem too busy with other stuff right now to you know, find him. So if anybody comes across anything, please let me know.
3: Not uh, sure. We'd probably read the text and just kind of not really sure what to say. would yeah. just say nothing.
0: <laughs> yeah, like that's totally fair. Like you don't see too many replies outside of a lot of a, yeah, will do, man. I'll keep my eyes out. Uh, yeah, sorry to hear that. I'll... I'll see if I can find out anything, you
3: know, just Actually yeah. I think I scratched that. I think Moni would probably after some some staring and some kind of hovering, would just type OK. <laughs> 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 and that's indispressive. That's it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so over the past couple days, uh, you also get some texts from uh, your therapist. Uh, her name is not in the document. It is in a notebook that I have no idea where it is. Uh, Let's call her Lauren. Uh, So, yeah. Lauren uh, has uh, texted you uh, a couple times, and is like, Hey, I've been out of town uh, with uh, some family. I just got back and heard about what happened uh, during the festival. Are you okay? Do you need to talk? Uh,
2: Monstrance would... Probably text her back and would say um oh my god what would they say oh I know what they would say they would say my
3: stuffed friend's tail got blown off by an explosion period
2: I am okay period but friends were hard to find <laughs> period
0: <laughs> I'm okay stop friends are hard to find stop
2: yeah, yeah. Literally that's the vibe.
0: <laughs> oh god. Now I'm just imagining monstrances uh, changed up their text messages to look like telegrams.
3: Yeah, probably. <laughs>
0: uh but yeah, um yeah, you hear uh or you hear her. Uh she texts back, um Okay, I'm I'm glad to hear that you're safe. Uh sorry that uh that uh You couldn't make any friends that day, but it's kind of understandable. If you need to, uh, uh, if you need to, uh, schedule a set, uh, session this week, uh, I'd be happy to pencil you in. Uh, do do you need anything?
2: Monstrance would probably stare at the last sentence there for a while
3: and just kind of Slowly set down their phone, and then just sit down on their squeaky little bed
2: and just say, "I don't know, but out loud
1: <laughs> leaving her on red, gotcha,
2: yeah, just kind of leave her on red,
0: uh so yeah you you get up uh so yeah you you go through uh your uh, your daily uh uh rituals. Of uh, what people with social anxiety and, you know, I was going to say OCD because that just kind of seems like monstrance would have some OCD. But yeah. that was just my brain thinking. Does monstrance have any form of other uh, uh, psychological issues uh, besides social anxiety that the audience should know about?
3: I don't have OCD myself, so I don't want to say that they have OCD because I don't want to, you know misportrait of people with OCD. So I'm just going to say... Understandable. I don't think they have OCD. Okay. Um, But they would be... um, In shock? Yeah, they're kind of uh, in shock, kind of quiet. Um, Really, they have just really bad social anxiety. And um, they probably would keep their comfort things pretty close. Like their where their where their fathers ring all day or um fiddle with the pages of a book, just kind of like read it for the umpteenth time again. Um, make sure that the blinds on the window are closed all the way down and just kind of every now and then peek through, but otherwise be tempted to go outside, but never quite follow through with it. They're too scared to touch the doorknob and we just kind of walk away um. They'd probably put on their favorite record to keep the silence from being too large and big. They don't have a television, but they do have a radio and plenty of books. And they keep themselves busy throughout the day. They would they would open up their sit at the desk, open up the desk drawer, take out their excavation tools, and basically um, take some time to clean off their their tools that they use. At the night time.
0: Yeah. Also, I I gotta ask. Does Monstrance have, like, just a normal radio? Or is it, like, a Bluetooth speaker styled in, like, an old-timey radio style?
3: It's, like, a Bluetooth speaker that's the style of, like, an old radio.
0: Okay, great. I was really hoping for that.
3: Yeah. It's, like, basically kind of, like, you know, like, the little knob base radios. But it's a Bluetooth one, but they really like the look of it, so they brought it home with them.
0: Yeah. I saw one of those for sale a while back, and I would have gotten it if it wasn't, like, $400. Seriously. I'm right. So, uh... Yeah, you, uh... You work into the night for as long as, uh... As, uh... Mortimer, uh... Mortimer, gosh. uh, Why did I give him a name? As long as Monty uh... Uh... Does the uh, does these things and uh, in the morning um, you are actually uh, woken up by uh, your phone ringing? Uh, is Monstrance the kind of person who would have a personalized uh, um, phone uh, ringtone for uh, people?
3: Yeah. Okay. Every every person would probably have an individual song.
0: <laughs> so so what kind of song would would they give Mortimer? Because, like, Britney my brain My brain oh. is telling me either, like Uh, death bells Or, like A really dumb poppy song
3: Yeah, I was gonna say Britney Spears Hit me, baby, one more time
0: <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so, yeah, Monstrance is Woken up in the morning by, uh By Britney Spears As, uh, Mortimer is Giving them a call <laughs> <laughs> Um
3: Monstrants would get up. They have like this whole, like, um, the slippers, the robe, and the hat thing going on. Like <laughs> Full on literally, Scrooge. Literally a full on Scrooge going on, minus the candle. They go over to the cellular phone and they lift it up to their ear and answer and they say, Hello?
0: So, yeah, on the, uh, Other side, uh, yeah, you hear Mortimer, and he's like, uh, oh, monstrance. Uh, I do apologize,
1: but, uh, we do need a
0: grave dug for, uh, tomorrow's, uh, funeral. I would, uh, I would let you continue to have, uh, some days off, but unfortunately, our other grave diggers are no show. So, if if it would be all right with you, could you perhaps uh,
1: come in today and prepare the grave?
2: I can do, sir. Is so well. there anything, anything special for this grave?
0: Uh, you hear some paper uh, rustling, and uh, uh, yeah, he uh, reads her and he says, "Hmm, all I really have is a name." His name seems to be Richard Warren's. Uh, time of death was last week.
1: Funeral will be today. At, well,
0: the digging of the grave is today. The funeral will be tomorrow at the nearby church. And that's really all I got today.
2: Okay, I can do that, sir.
1: Sounds great. And, uh, Do you want
2: me to wear my usual things, sir?
0: Uh, you you hear like some um uh, some scratching, and it is very obvious to you that it is him. Uh, nodding, and then immediately realizing that he is on a phone, and says, um, Uh, yes, just wear whatever you feel is comfortable today. I don't want you being too stressed out after uh after this weekend's
1: excitement."
2: Dress is not good for the heart, sir. Certainly won't be. Dress? I like my job, sir. Still. And I'll do a good job. You can count on me.
1: I know I can. Right. right. I will be seeing you shortly.
2: Okay, sir. See you soon, sir. And they're just right. gonna hung up.
0: Yeah. So, what... What does a uh, monstrance wear to a uh, to their grave digging job?
2: The Monstrants would get dressed. Uh, let's see. They would wear these tall leather boots and
3: kind of like some wool pants, gray. Of course. Yes, and with black belt and a wool um, sweater vest and an old white shirt that's rolled up to the sleeves and they would tuck all of their long hair into basically a wool cap. And that way, when they start to dig into the dirt and it starts getting cooler and cooler, uh, they won't get as cold quickly.
0: That is is exactly what I was expecting.
3: (laughs) Also, the socks are definitely argyle. I'm just oh, gonna yes, say that, course. and uh, they have like some black gloves. They handle the dirt and everything.
0: So, yeah, you uh, so yeah, you eventually get to uh, to the uh, cemetery, and uh, Mortimer uh takes you out and uh shows you where the uh, plot of land uh is going to be. Um. So here is the thing. Um. The ground is level enough that monsters can use the company backhoe to get a bulk of the ground out before having to go in uh, themselves and, uh, you know, like, even it out. Would they use the company backhoe, or are they just all all old school all the time?
3: They'd probably be all old school all the time. They'd bring their own shovel to work.
0: All right. Uh, Also, I want you to add shovel to your inventory. Okay. This may or may not be important later, all right, so yeah you get uh you get to work uh shoveling uh shoveling out this grave um also, I did do the math for a previous d and d uh game I was part of It takes one person roughly six hours to dig a grave
2: <laughs> A full day's work
1: yeah, yeah, work in the system um so yeah, monsters. uh uh Gets to digging the grave. um, And uh,
0: as you get to work... Uh, oh, nope. That was a previous paragraph I was looking at. Um, So yeah, a couple of hours go by. Um, yeah, like, uh, while it is still summer, you're getting a good, like, cool breeze coming in from the ocean. So it's not unbearably hot with all your... Uh, woolen uh clothings uh yet but you do work up a good sweat
1: and Mm uh let's see
0: uh as uh yeah as you uh like hop out of the grave uh for a moment to get some water you do see off in the uh distance there's a uh handful of teens with the selfie sticks and gopro strapped to them uh walking around they're talking very loudly and uh uh excitedly and you know like the they they don't seem like the type of people who are here to mourn uh mm. they're very uh they're very uh, animate uh about uh whatever it is they're doing
3: okay right, i'm sending something in chat for you
0: oh
1: boy
3: monster monster staring at his kids <laughs>
1: That's
0: exactly what I expected.
2: So yeah, they look pretty much like that. Um, <laughs> um,
3: you said these teens are like in the in the gravesite, like not in the gravesite, but like in the graveyard, like taking selfies. Yeah, and stuff.
0: yeah, they're in the graveyard. Uh, they they're going uh, uh, like in between uh the graves, you know, like they they're walking along the paths but it's hard to tell like from your angle like you know if they're doing something as disrespectful as actively walking over graves and uh they don't seem to be taking uh, actual selfies they seem to be like recording something from the way they're uh they're like moving around and addressing the uh the selfie stick
3: monstrous is going to peer over the 6 foot hole they've dug
2: so far and just be like Oh my god. vloggers. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and they're just going to start clambering out of this hole with the shovel in hand.
0: Uh are are you approaching the the
1: radical teens?
3: Going to be staring at them from a distance at first.
0: <laughs> okay, I'm, so yeah.
3: Can I
1: look at them?
0: <laughs> yeah, you you can look at them all you want. Um in in fact, as uh as you're doing that, uh, you see that one of the teams with uh his back to you, like visibly starts and then spins around, and seems to have a a moment of concern and then relief, and uh he uh, motions at the uh, other teens. Um, we'll say there's like three of them, and we're gonna say that they're color coded. So there's a red one, a green one, and a blue one.
2: Oh my god. And colorful
0: yeah so yeah the the red one who is the one who uh seemed to have been startled by you uh like motions at the other ones and uh uh like gets their attention, and they all kind of come clamoring after you and uh yeah the 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 one uh in the lead with the uh, selfie stick uh like uh comes up to you and then kind of turns to the side so that. He can get himself and you in the, uh, in the shot with a selfie stick. And, uh,
1: he's like, uh, Hey, you, you like work here, right? Yes. Awesome. Uh, he looks up at the, uh, at the, uh, uh, camera, uh, and says, uh, oh, all right, team. So we're here with. With an actual employee
0: of the cemetery. And he looks back at you and says, uh, so, have you seen anything out of the ordinary, uh, here
1: the past few days? Because me and my team,
0: and, uh, he looks back at the, at the, uh, camera. And our viewers have been hearing some rumblings that there's a creature that's been stuck in town ever since, uh, Ever since the the event at the lobster fest, do you know anything about this creature? Monstrance
3: is going to just kind of stare at the teens, stare at the uh, at the stick and everything, just kind of take them all in, and uh, they're going to
2: kind of shake their head and be like, a "Monster." I don't think I understand.
0: So um Green uh chimes in. Uh he does not have a have a selfie stick, but he does have a little GoPro attached to him. So he's kind of awkwardly trying to like adjust himself so that you are you will be clearly in the shot. And he's like uh god. what was that?
3: I said my god.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he's like So you really haven't heard. So okay. So look. There's this creature. It came from the ocean, right? It's half man, half crustacean. It's the Lob It's been sighted all over town ever since the incident. We've seen it in the National Park. We've been seeing it in the city park. It it there's even been photos of it hanging out in Weird Town. So we've been triangulating it these past few days and all the sightings. And if we're right. It should be showing up in somewhere in this area, either today or the next couple
1: days. And uh, the the
0: leader with the selfie stick uh, takes over. And he's like, "That's right," and we we are going to be the first ones to get actual video evidence of it. And it looks back at uh, the selfie stick and is like, "Isn't that right, guys?" And then uh, <laughs> turns back to you and uh, kind of repeats himself and says uh. So, there's nothing that's been weird happening the past couple of days. Like, no eggs or nothing that's been digging a nest or nothing.
2: I mean, I'm digging a hole for a grave, but there's no other holes around here.
3: I make sure they're all full.
0: So, um, let's see, orange was the other color I gave? No, it was blue. Blue. So, blue, um, she hops in. And, uh, she also has a, uh, selfie stick that she is trying to angle awkwardly so that you're in the shot. And says, uh, okay, wait a second. What if, what if the lobsquatch's whole half-man, half-crustacean thing is, is more literal than the whole eight-man thing of other hominids? And, uh, kind of, like, looks at you dramatically, obviously trying to get, like, the most dramatic, uh, like head swoop from all three angles that she's being filmed from and says, uh, do you have any recollection of the previous night? Like it has been a full moon and all. And it looks like dramatically looks back at uh one of the three cameras and says, uh, perhaps a lobsquatch isn't like a creature like of its own. What if it's some kind of drastically swoops at a different camera? were lobster and then drastically swoops back at you and says, uh, So, Gravedigger,
2: are you a lobster?" My name is Monstrance.
0: They all like look at each other and then look at whatever camera can catch their expression and then looks back at you. And it's like, Your Your name is Monstrance. And you dig holes at the cemetery. The cemetery where the bipedal lobster monster might be hanging out at.
1: And, uh, yeah, that.
0: The, despite the fact that they have clearly just accused you of being a were lobster, they lobsters. are, like, getting their cameras closer to you.
3: Monsters is getting visibly uncomfortable they can't they can't quite look the camera like in the face at all, nor like these people, so they keep like kind of trying to turn around to it's not working um and so they kind of like hold up their um the shovel like pretty quickly and kind of like kind of in a defensive kind of stance
0: yeah they they all like take a few steps back and it's like oh, oh guys if the if this digger is actually the Lobsquatch, then we might have just made a a terrible mistake. And uh I'm... Looks back at the uh at his uh selfie stick camera and uh says, uh, we need to regroup and reconsider our plans from here on. And uh before <laughs> monsters can get a word out, these three
1: teams take off
2: Oh no. Like, um, hmm? No, no, go ahead, go ahead, sorry.
0: Oh, no, I was just gonna say, like, yeah, these, uh, like, it is a dust cloud, and, like, before Monstrants can finish processing what exactly just happened, they are off the, off the cemetery grounds and halfway down the street.
3: What these kids don't see is Monstrants, like, kind of slowly putting down their, um, their shovel like, into the ground and just put their hands on a bit on their hips and kind of stretch their back back. Bit in relief that they're not being crowded anymore and just kind of staring after this dust cloud that was three teens mere moments ago and just mutter, Kaylee,
2: someone hasn't heard of Catholicism.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, with the with with these chuckleheads uh out of the way, it is uh like the rest of your work goes by pretty uh uneventfully. Uh at least until while you're digging your shovel hits something that is very hard. And mm. uh you know what, give me a quick intelligence roll, and if you hit a four, I will give you some information.
2: Okay, cool. Also, excuse the cat sounds. You might hear a purr in this recording.
3: The baby is trying to play.
0: That will only enhance uh, the game.
3: Kabi says hello. She also might. Oh boy! See her uh, face in camera. Okay.
0: Three. Okay, you you have no idea what it is. You could have just hit, but you do know that this should be an empty plot.
2: Hmm. They're gonna hit it again.
0: So yeah, um, you you hit it again, and it feels a lot harder than wood. Like wood has kind of like that impact, and then you could sink a shovel into it a couple millimeters. But this is like you are hitting it, and it is stopping the second you hit it.
3: Hmm. Like super solid.
0: Oh and
3: yeah. I. Get on my hands and knees and like try to wrench it out of the ground.
0: Um, yeah. So, uh, you, you get, you go to wipe some of the dirt off to, uh, try to wretch it out of the ground and like you start wiping the dirt off to try and find the edge and you keep wiping the dirt off and you keep wiping the dirt off. And, uh, eventually what you have, what you wind up uncovering looks like a, uh, let's see. Um, yeah, it looks like a intricately carved marble and gold door, and the handle of the door is shaped like a hand reaching out for a handshake.
2: Oh, interesting. Monstrance kind of looks at it a second, and...
3: They assume, like, this is, like, flat kind of facing up towards the sky, right? Like, kind of like a hat. Oh, boy. Okay. So, like, they're on their hands and knees, kind of looking at this door. And then they lean in really close and, like, put the ear up against it. And they knock on it.
0: So, as you knock on it, you're hit with a severe bout of nausea and vertigo. Um as uh as the wave of illness passes uh you uh look up and uh you see that the rim of the grave you're in is aligned with these bizarre spider headed antlered centipede creatures uh they're about a meter long um at least judging from the ones that kind of like crawl a couple inches into the uh, grave and then crawl out. Um, they chitter excitedly as they look down at you, and uh, yeah, does uh, does monstrance, uh do anything?
3: Uh, Monstrants would probably cower, to be quite honest. They'd probably like yell out loud and like kind of cover their face.
0: So as a uh, as you uh, scream and go to cover your face, you see that one of them kind of coils itself and then leaps down with a. Uh, Fangs bared and claws outstretched. And, uh, so you, you get in the little fetal position, you cover your face, and, uh, just as you, uh, just as you think this is the end, you feel a strong wind, uh, impossibly blow up from behind you, and a sound of paper rustling, uh, surrounds you. Mm-hmm. And, uh, as, uh, as you look up, Uh, you see that the uh, centipede spider that had jumped at you is now bisected. There is a reddish-black smoke spraying from its uh, two halves. You uh, look up a bit further, and you see that there is a tall, hooded figure who regards uh, this creature with a serious, vulture-like face, um, wielding what looks like an origami scythe in one hand. And... You you know deep in your soul that this creature is Corbid, the medium between you and the dead. Ooh. And I will drag you over to this page? Okay, so you, for all intents and purposes, are in here, and we will drag Carrion to up here, and we will start a small combat. Oh, fun. Yeah, as uh, you kind of poke your head out and look around, you see that the other uh, spider centipedes have scurried off uh, a little bit away from you. And now, while we're here, we will go through the uh, the rules of combat. So, as far as combat goes, your the range that your anima stat has is how far you can move. And for your shovel, we will count that as a melee weapon. So, um give me one second. I believe that is page 52 on the PDF, but we will... S- nope, it is not page 52 on the PDF. It will probably be page 40, or sometime after page 40, which is combat. Yep, okay, so it is a melee weapon, so it will be dex plus 1 for your attack and strength plus 5 for your damage if you hit. Okay. Okay, and that is just for your weapon. Uh, you can also perform a junction, which will be your speed and your dex, I believe. And that will be you and your an- anima attacking in tandem. And this will use up one of your anima points. So under your health bar, you see that you have a blue, uh, a blue bar, which is, uh, your anima points. That is how many times you can attack with or use Carrion's power before you start suffering penalties.
2: Okay.
0: Alright. And we will have everyone Well, we'll have you roll uh Dex and Speed real quick with no modifiers for your initiative. As I was saying, uh believe last night or whenever it was I was talking to you, that initiative acts as your armor class.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: okay, this is what the stats I gave these guys. So I gotta find what monster I reskinned as them. Uh okay, okay. So I have their stats pulled up.
1: And you have Oh jeez. Okay, so you have
0: a AC of 16 effectively. And um Oh, on your character sheet, uh just so this would be easier in the future. If you roll down, you can see a junction, uh, thing you can make, uh, rolls with. Mm-hmm. And that'll let you roll both dice at once. So you can see the totals immediately.
3: Okay. Yeah.
0: Okay. So, yeah, you, you rolled a 16 on your initiative. So even though I was going to let you go first, you would go first, uh, uh anyways. Same. So, yeah, you can, uh, move up to your range. And uh, yeah, the the actions you can take, you can take two actions uh on your turn. You can attack, you can use your animus power, you can move or you can use a item. And you know, that's like interacting with the environment or using something you have on you, like a like a healing item or what have you.
2: Okay, cool. Yeah. All right. Uh, I guess my first Monsters, probably first thing, is
3: instinct is to probably hit whatever's in front of them. So it'd be the the closest uh, little monster right here. So
0: this guy down here? Yeah. Okay. All right. Give us a swing. It'll be uh, your dex and your speed, and then I believe it is plus one for assassin. Okay. Um... Yep, dex and speed plus one.
2: Dex
3: and speed. Oh wait, I'm sorry. I didn't realize I could do the junction thing.
0: Oh no, that's okay. Um, Needless to say, you do hit them. Okay. So now you roll the same number, but you minus one. Roll
3: those two again.
0: Dex and speed, and then we'll take one away. Okay. So that is seven. And Okay. So yeah, you are attacking with a with carry on. So, do you are you sending carry-on out to attack with its origami scythe, or are you like comboing with carry on?
3: Oh, um, I guess I was raising the what's it called, uh, shovel, the shovel I have in my hand and slamming it down like I did at the arcade game.
0: <laughs> okay. So I'm wondering. Okay, so look. Um, okay, yeah, actually, okay, so yeah, you, uh, will not have to worry about spending a anima point if you're just attacking with uh, the shovel, Mm -hmm. because that is a flat dex roll. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, um, attacking, it has a caveat of you can either attack with your anima and use a junction for bigger numbers, or without an anima and save your, uh, your AP. Okay. So, yeah, if you're, yeah, so if you're swinging with the shovel, you had a dex uh, swing of 10 plus, I believe, 1 from the uh, melee weapon I said.
1: So Mm -hmm.
0: that will be, yeah, that still hits him. So that is going to actually be for damage a strength roll plus 5. Okay. And there is just one number you have to roll above to get uh, this thing dead.
3: Strength plus five is gonna be ten.
0: Okay. Uh the number you had to roll to hit him was one. <laughs> oh, shit. They have an AC of six.
2: Oh my god.
0: Er no, they they have they have an AC of four. They have an HP of six. So oh you god. bring the shovel down on this thing, and like you crush its head. But might- instead, of, instead of like the uh inky viscera you would expect from a uh, in from a normal insect. It does the same uh dissolving into red and black mist as uh oops that was the wrong button as uh the first one did.
2: Interesting. No oh blood.
0: So yeah, moving out of the grave and whacking it with the shovel is your turn. So these guys are going to get to do their thing. Um dear sirs, what are your speeds? Okay, so
3: Sir, how fast can you you swarm?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, They actually can't move all that fast. So only two of them can actually get to you. So this one's going to come over here. Uh, You know what? This one's going to scurry on top of the backhoe. And this one will just come up this way.
3: Oh my God, there was one off screen.
0: Oh, I'm sorry.
3: (laughs) Uh, Surprise!
0: Yeah, sorry. The first thing I do every time I get load on is weigh the heck out.
3: <laughs>
0: so I just assume other people do that too.
3: That's so funny.
0: All right. So, oh, they have an interesting roll. Okay. So they are going to roll two D6s to see if they can hit. <laughs> I just realized what I was saying. Your AC is currently 16. Oh. These guys have a max attack of 12. God. Okay, so the one that was attacking Carrion just missed entirely. Maybe. So the one down here at Monstrance, um, since you, hmm.
2: Nibble on my shoelaces, why
3: don't
0: you? (laughs) Yeah, you know what? These guys are dumb, so they are going to try and swing at you. Physically. (laughs) Oh, good God. Okay, I'm not... I accidentally only rolled one. So yeah, let, let's roll one more. Wow, these guys are terrible. <laughs> so yeah, this thing goes to to bite at you, but your heavy duty like gravedigger outfit is actually kinda deterring them. Like the best they can do is fray it a little.
3: It's the wool. Yeah. It's the socks. It's the Argyle socks.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, seeing that yeah, the the rest are going to pass on their turn and we're going to go back to you. <laughs> so, he, here here is a fun thing. If you use a junction to attack, you can attack an additional enemy for an extra point of junction or an extra anima point. So, if you wanted to hit two enemies, you'd spend two points, three, three points, so on and so forth. So, yeah, I'm I'm just letting you know that if that is a thing you wanna do, or if you wanna just keep whacking these things with a shovel like a golfer.
3: Oh, I, I kinda just wanna keep whacking these things with a shovel like a golfer. Alright. I feel yeah. like Yeah. <laughs> Monstrance wouldn't know what to do except like just it's yeah. time to beat the out of stuff that's trying to yeah, hurt like, you.
0: Like Monstrance does have like this instinctual knowledge that they can command carry on to attack. Mm-hmm. Like they they are aware that this thing will follow their orders.
3: Oh, interesting. So, like it's like some like inkling in the back of their mind saying, "Hey, you can command this new being in front of you."
0: Yeah, it, it's almost as though like like you you have grown an additional dominant hand.
2: Oh, interesting.
0: Like wow, that's weird. But I can still use it to do stuff.
2: Oh, okay, I say same. Yeah. Um, okay.
0: Yeah, I will say that, uh, because attack is listed as one of the two actions you can't perform, I will say that a regular attack by a human and a junction attack with an anima are- will be two separate actions if you want both of those to be your, uh, your actions this turn.
3: Okay, I'd like to do an attack and then the anima attack. Okay.
0: So, yeah, you'll give me a strength roll and then a- your. Attack, uh, junction roll. And let's see if you could possibly. Okay, yep, you hit. (laughs) Okay, yeah. Um, okay, yeah, your shovel damage is gonna kill the one next to you outright. Let's go ahead and roll your junction damage to see if the one next to Carrion survives. So it's gonna be the, uh, same two things, uh, dex and the speed. Good lord! Okay, so that's a 12 total. So yeah, you, yeah, like a second verse, same as the first. You smash this thing in its head as uh, it's rearing back to try to uh, bite at you again. And uh, as you uh, turn and uh, ready your shovel for uh, another uh, swing, you see that uh, Carrion is already bringing down its uh, origami sight and just beheads uh, this other uh, little critter. And these other three are going to have to rethink their life choices. Hmm. Mm, okay, so you know what? This one is going to or this one uh, this upper one is going to come down one and he is actually going to do a bit of a contested uh, yeah yeah, you know what, heck it. We're going to say he's going to do a uh, contested uh intelligence check versus your dex chat dex check so Wow, got to be a six. On your D12.
3: Yes.
0: Yep, I'm ready. Oh. <laughs> All right. So, okay, so I'm going to show this uh this to you. It is the list of conditions. Um monstrant. Okay. So, what happens is uh this uh this little guy has a uh, scuttered down. Uh he rears back and then fires, like just straight up fires his fangs off at a uh, monstrance and uh you go to to block uh you know like instinctively you go to uh cover your face with your arms and you feel the needle like uh fangs kind of pierce through your uh oh don't no your sleeves are rolled up your arms are bare yeah so yeah you you feel the uh fangs bury into your arms and you are afflicted with Poison six, so if you okay I'm, i I am personally a little fuzzy on how some uh some conditions are healed, but for this encounter, I will say that you can use your action to try and uh roll your defense dice to uh beat a six and as such recover from uh uh the uh the poison and as you can see on the status uh, effects table, uh, being poisoned reduces your strength by one die size. So, I believe your strength is a 10? Is that correct?
3: Yeah, it would be a D10 instead of a D12. Oh, Wait, your no, strength is a D12. A, oh, excuse me, I'm sorry. It would be a D8 instead of a D10. Okay.
0: okay. So, yeah, they have he has done that, and... You know what? This one is a little emboldened, so it is going to try to do the same thing. It is rolling? Oh, no. Okay, so, uh, save against the four with your dex. Okay. Also, the save against things is just kind of a home rule thing uh, I've come up with for, uh, these little idiots. Okay. No
3: worries.
1: So,
0: yeah, th- there's no official save against rules in the game. Uh, oh! You actually rolled the wrong dice. Yeah, you're, uh, your strength is what went down, not your dex. But if you want to roll with that six, I'll allow it.
3: <laughs> no, 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 it's fine. I'll I'll do the right one.
0: Okay.
2: 8.
0: Oh no. Okay. So you rolled a three, so you failed against uh this. So I am actually going to roll to see if he gets a if he gets a a six on uh this dice, he's also going to do damage on you. Oh. Roll to five. Okay. So yeah, he has not. Yeah, he has not uh uh damaged you, but you do have poison four going on, so your strength is reduced by another die size. So it is now a d six. Okay. And this one is going to scutter down over by the fence, and we will swing it back to you.
3: So Monstrance of course, is like, oh my god.
0: <laughs> yeah, Mo- Monstrance currently has like four little spider scorpion fangs in their forearms and is not feeling too great.
3: They wish they would just have stayed at home at this point in <laughs> time. They're like, man, I really want some mac and cheese right now. Uh Wait, we feel better. Um
0: at, oh actually at the start of a uh, your turn, you hear some muffled uh banging and uh screaming coming from uh inside the uh, grave you've been digging and as you peek over uh, the door is uh, shaking with uh, each of the bangs, so it seems like there is someone on the other side of that door.
3: Oh my god! Oh, um, Monstrance is going to ignore the screaming for right now, and they're going to swing their um, shovel again, and then also have Caron um, attack as well.
0: Okay, so you're gonna have to move to get up to uh, these guys to hit. Okay, and that's gonna take one of your one of your two actions.
3: Okay, um, I guess Monchent is going to move forward, and then they're just gonna swing.
0: Okay. Uh, oh, also, don't forget to uh, tick off a uh, anima point for using carry on in the last round.
3: Okay. Let's see. Sorry, I'm still trying to figure it out.
0: Oh no, it's fine. You should be able to click on the bar and then click. Or type in minus one.
3: Character sheet.
0: Oh no, you can do it from the token.
3: Oh, I can do it from the token?
0: Yeah, just click on the, uh, click on your token and then click in the blue circle and type minus one. Oh, on Karen? Uh, on, uh, Monstrance.
3: Okay, minus one.
0: Yeah, yeah, so Karen, uh, is listed as a, uh, character, quote unquote, but that's only so you can, uh, drag him out from, uh, or drag her out from, a. Uh, the character is uh, older whenever you want to summon her.
3: Oh, okay, I see, I see.
0: So, uh, who are you whacking, north or south?
3: I'm whacking the one closest to the grave.
0: Okay, okay, so north.
2: Mm-hmm, All right. north.
0: Give me, uh, give me a deck swing, see if you can hit him.
2: Deck swing, I'm currently
3: two dice lower than my usual, right?
0: That is on strength.
3: Oh, that is on strength, okay.
0: Yes. Yeah, Dex is currently fine. And all you gotta do, I believe, is beat a four. So you just gotta roll a three on the... Okay, so you have critted on your Dex attack. And with a melee weapon, you would still just have to roll one to beat this thing. So I'm going to hand the reins to you since you crit. Uh, How does Monstrance dispatch this uh, spider uh, uh, creature? They
3: would have their shovel and raise it far over their head and then bring it down flat on top of this creature which is of course scoring the crush the upper half and then quietly to themselves or even go ding ding ding
0: <laughs> oh yeah you, you would definitely have gotten the extra large uh horseshoe crab plushie uh, uh with that kind of swing
3: <laughs> perfect
0: alright so this is their turn. Um Okay, you know what? I'm going to make a int roll for the one that is nearest you. Um, What is their int? Okay, it's a six. Okay, so if they get a five or six, they're going to do something. If they get less than a five or a six, they're going to do something different. Three, okay. Okay, it is going to... Let's see. You know what? It is liking its odds, so it is going to move back up and curl itself around the, uh, the arm of the, uh, backhoe, and is going to try to fire off its fangs again. So, oh no. (laughs) It rolled a one, so there is no way that you, yeah, there's no way that you actually can't not, uh, uh, save from that. So, this one looks very confused and frustrated, and this little one, one, two, three, four, Seems to be trying to scutter out of the uh, graveyard. And it is back to you.
3: Can, if Monsters throws their shovel like a projectile, how far can it go?
0: Um, what's your range?
3: Great question. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I have no clue.
0: Uh, It'll be in your uh, anima stats.
3: Oh, it's 10.
0: 10? Okay, so, yeah, I would say that you can hurl the shovel like a projectile. Or since it is within ten spaces of you, you could just have carry on uh, launch launch herself uh, over there to deal with them.
3: Okay, I've carry on launch herself over to deal with them.
0: All right. How so, would I? Oh m- when... uh, yeah you you can just click oh. and drag like a normal, or at least you should be able to.
3: Sorry, right there.
0: Okay, so that'll be your move and spend a AP point for your attack.
3: Okay, got it.
0: All right. And give us a junction, oh, bad, <laughs> so okay, so yeah, um, so I did say that using this animal was like growing a new dominant hand, but it also has the problem of you have to get used to that hand, mm-hmm. and oh wait, I realize that is without the plus one from your class, so yeah, you. Carrion kind of goes wide for a second, but, uh, with a brief moment of, like, uh, like, focusing, uh, she gets, uh, right back on track and, uh, brings down the, uh, brings down their scythe on, uh, this little dude. So, give me a damage roll.
3: And damage roll?
0: I just remembered these guys have a defense dice. <laughs>
3: <laughs> How would I roll for damage?
0: Um, it's the same two numbers, but it's minus one.
3: Oh, okay, so just junction again.
0: Yeah, so oh dang, yeah. Even with its defense, it would die. Um but yeah, so uh yeah, the way that the classes work is pretty simple. So basically your attacking classes get plus one to uh the to hit number. And, uh, negative one or negative two to the damage. Whereas your more, uh, defensive or supportive, uh, classes get the opposite, where they get negative one or negative two to the actual attack itself, but bonus to damage. So yeah, uh, Carrion, uh, swings down her, uh, scythe onto this thing and it looks like it's gonna be, uh, squirmy and, uh, like, uh, try to crawl up the scythe, uh, up to her. But as it does, her, uh, scythe explodes into like dozens of, uh, sheets of paper that then roll up and begin orbiting her. And in the process of the scythe exploding, it just dices, uh, this, uh, this little centipede to oblivion. Paper cuts. Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay. And now this, uh,
0: this little centipede, Gets to see if it's smart or not. Oh, it dumb. It real <laughs> dumb. Alright, it's gonna it's gonna try to spit its fangs at you again to hopefully try and bring you down just by pure wooziness. Alright, oh! Save against a pipe?
2: Dexterity?
1: Uh, yep. Oh!
0: Hmm. Let's see. This thing can only move four. Uh... You know what? Yeah, it is going to try to move away from you. Because you are just a freak of nature right now.
3: <laughs> the staring's getting too uncomfortable.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, these things can't harm you, but they can poison you, and that's just not registering in its little brain.
3: Can I let it run away?
0: Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, it, it has, like, you get the feeling that it has no intent on attacking you anymore. So if you would like to, uh, disengage it, uh, then we certainly can.
3: Okay, since it's running away, and obviously, like, not spitting at me anymore, Monstrance is going to spare it.
0: All right. Uh, let me just make a note of that. Um, okay. All right. Note noted. So, uh, as this thing, uh, skitters away, uh, you can still hear the uh, frantic yelling and banging on the uh, door below you. Uh, continue.
3: Oh. Monstrants, putting aside their shovel, is going to hop into the hole and lean over the door and knock on it and go, Hello? Uh,
0: the uh, frantic uh, pounding and uh, yelling uh, stops for a moment, and then it just redoubles. And uh like along with the incoherent yelling, you do like hear uh you know, like e- every couple every couple of uh brats, the whoever's on the other side is just screaming, just <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh Monstrants although they don't like the screaming
3: very much, uh, they're going to carefully Grab the doorknob and open it up and peek inside.
0: Okay. So yeah, you uh you touch the uh doorknob and uh things kinda seem to go in a uh, slow motion for the next uh, couple seconds. Uh so you twist the doorknob and uh start to pry the door open. And uh as uh like you just you just get the feeling to look up and as you do, you see that uh Carrion seems to be leaping, uh, towards you with what you can only assume is a worried expression on her face. And, uh, as you, uh, glance back down at the door, you see, uh, uh, like a hand come across the side to hold the door, then another hand, and another hand, and another hand. And the door just flies open as, uh, like this massive arm, that appears to be made out of dozens, if not hundreds, of normal adult sized arms comes bursting through the door um it grabs monstrance by the leg and uh as as it does uh grab you, it seems to kind of lose that uh momentum and rigidity, and so you get slammed to the ground and then dragged uh into the grave and through the door. As it slams shut, oh, sh- um, some slight jostling, some indeterminate amount of time later, uh, wakes you up, and uh, as you come to, uh, you know, at first everything is wavy and blurry, and you you very much taste copper in uh in your mouth, and the back of your head feels horrible. Um, but as, uh, your senses come back to you and begin to sharpen, you see that the, that the sky, as you seem to be face up, is now a pinkish red, and the clouds that are swirling about are, uh, jet black. You, know, uh, move your head from one side to the other, and, uh, you see that, uh, buildings that you, uh, recognize, uh, like once you focus in on them, You see that they're warped and uh, strange, and some are even made out of different materials, like crystal or some kind of meat-like substance. And uh, as you're looking around at buildings you don't recognize, you can like assume, like, okay, the bank should be there, but instead it's this weird spiraling tree made out of screaming faces a sharp bump that starts at uh, at the small of your back and travels up to your head uh, kind of alerts you to the uh, fact that you're being dragged. And uh, looking down to your feet, you see several little monstrous garden gnomes kind of grabbing onto your leg and pulling you down a street that is populated by many, many other strange-looking monsters that are regarding you with... Uh, Some some seem to be looking at you in confusion, some worry, some kind of look hungry, and those are just the ones that actually have heads. And as you are being dragged down this strange street in this strange land, we will call the session there.
3: Interesting. I love it. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. What have they done?
0: So, have I done a good job of introducing you to Overarms as a system? Yes. Okay, good. (laughs) Have I done a good job here? No, you were trash.
2: No,
3: John, you were horrible. (laughs) But yeah. No, you were wonderful. Oh boy. This was so much fun.
0: I I kind of wish I would have picked enemies that could have, like, done anything to you besides poison you. But, uh, but yeah, no, that is just something for me to think on next time you roll your amazing dice. Good
3: Nelly. I know. I was like, holy shit. They are killing it. Literally. Yeah. Arcade game, I mean, Carnival game style.
0: Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so, like I said, that is the end of this introductory session for Monstrance Hue. Uh, this coming session, uh, the next episode. We will kind of go into why we have Monstrance, who is also an assassin, along with Tammy. But yeah, until then, I can be contacted at Crims Bacon pretty much anywhere—Twitter, uh, Tumblr, YouTube, Twitch, all that good stuff. Do you want to plug any of your social medias?
3: Yeah, sure. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Siegel and Croissant and also on Tumblr at sequel I am currently recovering from being a college student so you have to forgive me most things are not updated but if you want to follow some original work you can follow my up-and-coming webcomic at on instagram at casual flower shop for
0: and uh and you said that was seagull right not sequel okay seagull
3: as in the bird ca-ca, ca-ca.
0: all right <laughs> all right we will call the episode there bye everyone goodbye So you have fun.
3: I had so much fun.
0: Oh boy, I'm I'm glad.
3: Yeah, it's great. Love monstrants. <laughs> I'm trying to still yeah. figure out like how would they interact with the world without without being like you know, I don't want to uh, be boring. Does yeah. that makes sense? But like
0: yeah, try, trying to justify why they're going along with this insanity. Yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. Oh hold on, my cat is in something. Give me just a second. Oh no. I need to stop her.
0: She's eating plastic.
3: She
2: is.
0: I knew it. Damn it. If a cat's ever doing anything, they're eating plastic.
2: Like damn it. Hold on.